So would you call it a midlife crisis or a midlife awakening? You know, you hear that term, she's going through a midlife crisis. What the heck does that mean? Today, we're going to be talking about labels. Yes, and really rebelling against age labels because we're the generation of change and growth and seeking, and we do not have to accept those age labels. No, we are the harbingers. Harbingers, did I say that right? Yeah. Well, we are that of change, the harbingers of change. That's right. So join us, and we would love to hear your ideas too. Yes, please. You're going to really have some interesting things to think about after this. So let's do it. Here we go. Diving in. Welcome to Living Visibly Over 50, a podcast where we chat about how to use your beauty and style to show up and be visible in a culture that says it's not our time to shine anymore. I'm Lisa. And I'm Linda. You know, the most precious time in your life starts right now. Together, Lisa and I explore all the beauty and style tools available to women over 50 that keep us connected to our feminine energy. So this topic on age labels and ageism sort of began bubbling up while we were researching for another topic, another episode topic. That's right. And, and I remember looking up something about midlife, duh. And, um, <laughs> and it came up that midlife is the years between 45 to 65. And I remember Linda saying to you, well, if midlife ends at 65, like what's next? Senior citizen? Is that where we go? <laughs> and you said. Never. Do you remember you said to me, do I look like a senior citizen? Oh, that's right. (laughs) I was like, no. So that was the first label that struck me, that got me thinking about this as a really good topic for us to kind of bat around a bit, right? Yes. And uh, I've done some uh, real scientific research. There's a lot of research on this topic. So um, I know... This is something that we are all living right now, but it's been going on for quite a long time. So let's, you know, it's true. I mean, it has gotten better and it is continuing to get better. Yeah. Uh, The future generations are not going to be dealing with the issues we are. But that said, we're dealing with it right now. We are. (laughs) Do you want to talk about some of the studies that you came across? You know, um, Basically, when I was thinking about uh, age labels, uh, I found this 2003 study that showed that negative age stereotypes in older adults actually results in more age-typical performance, such as slower gait or worse memory performance. So basically, if we hear it enough, will buy into this age stereotype messaging. It's a self-fulfilling prophecy. Yeah, it really is self-fulfilling prophecy. So that's why I think a lot of us in the baby boomer generation, we are the generation of the never aging. Don't you think? I mean, really, uh, my husband and I, we stay in the best shape we can. We really don't, I don't even think of, 
in a negative way about getting older. So, you know, when some store clerk calls me ma'am. I don't like that either. Yet I don't have a replacement for them. What do we want them to call Right. Not miss. Right. When (laughs) when they call you miss, it's kind of condescending. Right. No, we're not a miss. Uh, So anyone have answers? Because I I don't have an answer. I don't want to be called ma'am. I don't want to be called miss. Hey, you doesn't sound right. No. And I don't actually cringe anymore when when I'm called ma'am. I've really kind of settled into that Hmm. just because it's happened. And I do sympathize with store clerks and people that are, you know, providing services. They do need some kind of generic title. How about can they ask us our name? Excuse me. I care. Right. I mean, can they say, no, wouldn't it be nice if they said, sorry, I. I, you know, may I get your attention? What is your first name? So I may address you that way, right? Wouldn't that be refreshing? Yeah, I guess so. If it's a longer engagement, perhaps, you know, but perhaps. a lot of times they're just checking out our groceries. So True. we may never see them again. True. But this other survey I thought was really uh, interesting. It was done by Procter and Gamble and okay. it was on the topic of gender equality just so happens in 2015. So Mm -hmm. more recently, what they found out was that most women around the world felt labeled by companies and, um, you know, institutions. And nearly half of those people surveyed, including girls as young as 10 years old, said the labels had a negative effect on their lives. So really just Despite all the advances in the workplace and at home and women, the survey just shows that women still feel the effect of all the kinds of labels, including age labels. So it's clear women, you know, we have a way to go. We're still being held back, at least psychologically in some way, and our confidence is being impacted by these labels. So I think, you know, you and I are bringing this topic up because it's still with us. Right. And it's good for all of us to be mindful of this, to pay attention, to see how it feels when we hear a label or someone addresses us with a label. Yeah. You know, how does that feel? What is it? What's resonating within us? Let's pay attention. Let's be mindful. Yeah. And there are uh, several, you know, age stereotyping myths that we need to just be aware of. And I believe these are the areas that we could really make an impact, all each of us. So the first myth is people who work past the age of 65 are clogging up the job pipeline. And That's a myth because, you know, I'm one of those women over 65 still working. And in fact, 19% of people age 70 to 74 still work. Well, because we are healthier longer. Yeah. Right. So we're living longer, but better yet, better still, we are continuing to live healthier for a longer period of time. So we're more able and willing and wanting to work. We are. And financially, I think we need to work. We have a longer life. So we have a longer financial life. Yes. Okay. I didn't save enough. I didn't invest enough. Uh, The stock market crashed or, you know, it's one thing after another. 
But um, it's interesting because in other countries, such as in Asia, Indonesia, South Korea, they have the highest rates of people working beyond the age of 65. And you can pretty much guess why, because older people there are actually revered for That's their right. wisdom. That's right. Isn't that great? It's a I mean, whole in the different... U.S., culturally, we just seem to have less respect for older people. In Japan, anything considered old is revered even yeah. old vases or pottery old and so and it transfers yeah. over to human beings the yes. elderly are not thought of yes as losing they're thought of as gaining that's do, right do you know what i mean yeah yes and so there's really no question in those countries uh, in those regions that older people will be continuing to work and sharing their wisdom and experience, which is, by the way, in corporations, one of the biggest issues right now is baby boomers retire. They need to transfer all their, their knowledge to mm -hmm. younger people. And that is kind of an issue. They're, we're losing all that experience and knowledge. So that's one myth um, about people over 65 working and the second myth i love this you can't teach an old dog new tricks mm. now i don't hear that as often anymore i think we're trying to dispel that right but and i think it, and it kind of matches up with uh, baby boomers in quotation mark are um out of touch right that's sort right. of we're losing that label as well thank goodness right thank goodness because uh, there's this notion that older people are unable to learn how to use technology. Right. 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 Uh, keep up with fashion, trending makeup, new hairstyles. We're Be showing them. They're wrong. That's, that's <laughs> what I'm saying. We're, you know, I think we're much more relevant and hip than yes. our moms were. Yes. So, For sure. But I do think my my older generation, my parents, was really interesting process to watch my mother uh, learning to insert a credit card into the pay machines to pay her groceries, things like that. So, but she did it. Right. She mastered it. And right. cell phones, you know, older people are mastering it. Right. But we're so, not, we weren't raised with it. We have right. a learning curve, perhaps, but we get it. That's right. That's right. So that old dog, new trick thing, mm -mm, it's a myth. <laughs> uh, and also, I just wanted to mention in terms of fashion, ask May Musk ah. if she feels stuck or unable to keep up with fashion. She is my inspiration. <gasps> she is. Amazing. Mm -hmm. And you know, Lisa, we have this advantage of scientific technology and skincare and right working out and gym. we didn't have it before yeah right yeah so we can definitely learn new tricks and stay hip um and the third myth is that age discrimination does not really exist it's not a thing but it, i must say it is ageism is alive and well right it is still there and maybe to some degree it always will be but again i do feel like it's getting better but it is still there no doubt. It is, um, you know, try an interview with a corporation in your 50s and 60s. I hear it a lot. Oh, I think it would be painful. Yeah, 
it's really difficult. It's against the law to age discriminate, right. um, but it does happen. So oh. um, AARP, I think, is on it. <laughs> <They're>... <laughs> That's right. I do get those magazines. I'm not sure how I feel about that, but I know I haven't joined yet either, <laughs> folks. I'm, I'm, I'm resisting. Resisting <laughs> mentally, we're just not ready. But, you know, and then the last myth, this age stereotype about, quote, retirement villages, um, that they're great places for older people to live. I, I really think that segregating older people into these villages is, we're going to find out it was a bad experiment. I agree. I think the beauty of having the concept of a village or an environment where all the ages are living yeah. together, that's yeah. what would make me happy. You know, I live on a cul-de-sac and when COVID hit the neighbors, we all knew each other, but we really got to know each, know each other and the neighborhood kids. And, um, we love having the kids. We've yeah. opened up our backyard for the neighborhood kids because it, just tickles us no end we love having the the energy and their fun and we love being around them and I think that's a sad thing to segregate that not have I that agree. I agree so I think societies where old and young live in the same community it really ensures it it kind of adds to the older people respect for their wisdom and you know if you sit down with a young person as you're doing now you, you know we're we're able to teach them that we are just like them we just have a, a few more years that's right on our belt so you know i i think the other area that i really see where that age discrimination and, and labeling comes in is in advertising oh for sure and it's again really changing especially in the cosmetic industry and in the beauty industry it is making a turnaround so is it Okay. It's something to pay attention to. Right. And you can also see it. Well, that's a whole other topic, but body shapes and sizes are starting to show yes. up in advertising and marketing. Definitely. But go ahead, Linda. I interrupted yeah. you. You were. No, no. I, I was thinking, you know, with in terms of advertising and how um, America in particular is obsessed with youth. Very much. What strikes me uh, when my daughter was getting married several years ago, I remember looking at Mother of the Bride dresses online. Oh, uh huh. And I haven't gone there yet. Were, okay, right. There are 16 year old models wearing the Mother <laughs> okay. of the Bride dresses. That's ridiculous. Is that the ultimate? That is an insult. It's offensive and it's ridiculous. <laughs> I. I I, I hadn't paid attention before. Right, like, as I, I haven't, but... Mm -hmm. I was like, can't you just find women, you know, who would be appropriately of that age to be a mother of a bride? Yes, and there are women. The do, do you remember we interviewed Barbie Holmes? She's a lifestyle yeah. model. Midlife, yeah. midlife, there's that word again, lifestyle model. And women like her would be beautiful to That's model right. those. My I goodness. mean, there are tons of bad examples. Like I mean, come on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And it's not just advertising, it's product design. And the reason I bring that up is because the baby boomer generation is very, very large. And True. it moves companies to pay attention to us. Well, that's and why things are starting to shift ever so slightly. Yeah, yeah. Slowly. <laughs> so maybe we can toss around some ideas because I don't like to be uh, negative Nancy all the time. <laughs> um, 
how, what can we do to help well, and really eliminate these age labels? Can we come back to that? I want to touch base. I want to circle back because I do want to definitely come back and throw out some positive ideas and, and, and you're listening, please help us. If you have ideas, please send us a voice memo, um, or message us anyhow. Uh, I want to go back to that term senior citizen, right? So there's also this old archetype that um, centers around the phases of life of women. It's mother, no, maiden, mother, crone. And if you've not heard of that, it's sort of self-explanatory, right? And I get maiden, beautiful archetype, mother, beautiful archetype. Then we go right into crone. I'm I'm sorry. (laughs) What does crone say to you? I, I did an Instagram poll and I got back old hag, witch, yeah. disagreeable old woman. Yeah, that's what crone says. So after we pass through the phase of motherhood, the mother phase, we are now supposed to be oh, what? Moot? We don't count anymore. We're yeah. disagreeable. We're witch-like, what, you know, in the bad connotation of witch. <laughs> what? What is that? So it's either you're either a senior citizen, you're a crone. So at the same time, we, you and I, Linda, were sent the book Creatrix Rising by Stephanie Raffalock. And we're actually going to be interviewing her in a couple of weeks for this book. Um, And she touches on this as well, which I thought, so it was all kind of bubbling up at the same time. So I want to change that word crone. Yeah. Uh, Stephanie has, is calling it the creatrix because we're still creating. We're making, we're making things and making a life. We're not done yet, as we often say. Uh, So I, and it's funny, I, for a long time was trying to accept that crone term. Well, maybe I'm just looking at it wrong. Maybe oh, I need to change the sake. way that I think about it. And I yeah. went through that and I came back around and said, nope, we just need to get rid of that word. We do. <laughs> you know what word I just, I thought of when you said that um, queen and I actually used that term when I was a mother of the bride, okay. I thought of my daughter is the princess Okay. Uh, and I was the queen and that is how I wanted to look. And that's how I wanted to feel because uh, queen to me shows a level of accomplishment, a level of wisdom, a level of respect. Yeah. So, okay. Um, that's a good one. I enjoyed using that word just to describe my experience. So how, so under the idea of, of what you were asking, what could we do to counteract yeah. age discrimination? Um, we need to come up with a name that we feel good about calling ourselves. It's not yeah. crone. <laughs> it's not senior citizen. Is it yeah. queen? Is it creatrix? Is it, you know, what, what is it? That's yeah. Let's come up with There's something. There's a level of freedom that you and I are experiencing too. Very it's much like we're so. We're not working. It's that we choose to work. We choose what we do with our time. We choose our passions. So there's much more choice involved with our lives. Very true. That we're in. So I don't know how to come up with one word for that, but I'm really enjoying that freedom. Well, it's, we're putting it out there Mm -hmm. and we'll see what comes of it. Let's see in time if some good words come to us or come to, you know, those of you who are listening, you know, what comes up for you when we, when we talk about this. Yeah. 
Um, you know, and then back to how can we counteract discrimination in advertising, in the beauty world, yeah. in the fashion industry? I'm certainly working on that angle. You know, I'm promoting and putting out women's faces with simple you beauty are. minerals on Instagram, on Facebook, on my website that are over 50. You too. <laughs> you know, and not just perfect I, what do you call it? iconic models? Just like everyone, we're all beautiful, all shapes, all sizes. So, um, you know, would love to have more women up there. Yeah. Yeah. And, and I think a, another thing that we can do uh, is get to get involved with our workplace because women who are working mm -hmm. uh, beyond the age of 65 or even 50, um, get on work teams. I think the more work teams that have different people of color, different ages, different backgrounds, uh, the more that the company will be able to rise to the occasion, less discrimination will take place. And in terms of fashion, uh, we need to let these companies and the designers know what we want to wear. And we do it with our money. That is very true. We speak with our money. We vote mm -hmm. with our money. Yeah. Because with our wallets. You know, we want to wear things that are comfortable, but we always also want to look relevant and stylish and put together, regardless of our age. Right. So, so we're putting all these concepts and thoughts out there, and we want to see what comes back yeah. to us. Right yeah. to all of us. We didn't bum anybody out because <laughs> over the age of fifty is glorious. Yes, fantastic. Good. Well, yeah. let's just wait and see what comes back. I bet we'll have a part two of this episode down the road. You bet we will. Thank you for being here and listening to the entire Living Visibly Over 50 podcast. If you love our show and it has helped you in any way, would you mind doing two things for us? Subscribe to the show so you never miss an episode and leave us a review. Your five-star rating, wink, wink, and review helps us reach more women so they too can get a confidence boost to show up and stand out over 50. And be sure to head over to simplebeautyminerals.com for your beauty and skincare needs and truecolorsbylinda.com to enroll in a color and style course. But wait, bonus! We are running a contest. Leave us a written review on iTunes, screenshot your review and message us to Instagram or Facebook and you'll be entered into the contest. We'll choose a winner once a month who will receive a 15% gift code from both Lisa and Linda.